For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hey, Mike. What's up, man? Living the dream, baby. How are you? Living the dream. Living the dream. Um, yeah, man. I am. Uh, I'm currently in Phoenix, Arizona. We have the sh- the tour kickoff show tonight. Ooh, uh, very exciting. Us, Amity Affliction, Holding Absence, and Unity Texas, and it's exciting, man. We we set up all the crap yesterday. We went over the set list. We got some surprises and tickets are selling. So nice. I'm in a great, I'm in a great mood. That's good, dude. I'm excited for this tour. I think it should be good. Everybody make it over. Okay. From the UK and Australia. As far as I know. Yeah, we're good to go. Everything's, you know, went off without a hitch. Nice. Um, I think we're like really past the post, you know, I think we're into the post COVID touring now. It really feels like it. You know, we, we haven't even talked about it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're back, baby. You think so, but like Architects just missed a tour, right? Thornhill missed a couple days. Like there are things yeah. that are still happening, I think. I mean, for sure. Like, of course, someone can get sick, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, I mean, that could happen. That could have happened in 2019 too. But regardless, yeah. we're pushing onward and upward. We're all here. 
um, yes, everyone is, has, has gotten into the country um, and everybody's healthy and happy and excited. And uh, yeah, I, I think um, uh, Anaheim's sold out tomorrow. Uh, Sacramento is sold out uh, tonight in Phoenix. There's a couple of tickets left, but I think it's going to be very close. So mm-hmm. it looks like um, most of the tour should be, uh, should be selling like, like selling out. So it's pretty exciting. We love to see it. Absolutely, man. Well, we got lots of music to talk about both from this week and last week. But before that, do you have any news? Anything going on? Yeah, we do. Um, got two little news items. Uh, do you want the happy or do you want the sad one? Mm, let's start with the sad. Yeah. Um, so as you know, we're recording today on Thursday. Uh, it's the 25th of August. Um, today is unfortunately the four-year anniversary of Kyle Pavone's passing. Mm. And that's a pretty sad day for me. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough one, man. Um, really, really, really hard, really sudden, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the whole uh, We Car Camp um, has always been so close with us since they were, you know, like a brand new band. So yeah, that was a tough one. I was I was able to make it to his funeral mm-hmm. uh, just across the river in Michigan, you know, where you live, Mike. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but it was, it was really tough. It was really tough for that to happen. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of words, even after all these years, I know it's crazy. you know, it was, it was just, it was so painful. Um, it's good to see that those guys have re- rebounded and mm-hmm. continued on and made some great music or two here. Exactly. Um, um, you know, but man, that was a tough one. And, uh, yeah, man, yep. really, really tough one. Yep, for sure. Um, obviously, one of the greatest people our scene's ever had. Um, just figured it'd be cool to talk about that real quick. Uh, and on the happy news, we got probably one of the most banging tour announcements of the year. Okay. Listen to this. Opening up the tour, Thousand Below. Solid. We love Thousand yeah. Below. Next up, Make Them Suffer. Oh, yeah. Great band. Australia's finest. Kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Then we toss on Dayseeker. Oh, yeah. And headlining, you've got Bad Omens. It's a great tour. It's solid, man. I uh, I did see this one. It did come across my my desk. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? Bad, uh, Bad Omens, you know, I know they're still like a newer band. Um, you know, this is this they're kind so of their, they're still their, right their, their, their first album. They are blowing up. I think people have to get tickets for this right away. Oh yeah. These tickets aren't going to last long. Like I, I know there's some decent sized rooms here. There's also a couple rooms where I was like, they're playing a room that small. Wow. Yeah. They're playing St. So Andrews go, here. Right. St. Andrews. That's like, that's a, what a thousand people. A thousand gap. You know, I mean, you know, it's going to be sold out. You, you got to get tickets right away. I mean, these are rooms Dayseeker could play on their own, I think. Yeah. So this is uh yeah, really exciting tour, and it's great to see them think a little bit outside the box with some of the opening acts too. Mm-hmm. I uh, think you know, so. not just the same ones you see over and over again. So, I yeah, think, it's really, really great. I think they've got kind of a really solid, like, amalgamation of bands that kind of influence and reflect the phases of the band's career. Like, make them suffer, being very close to their first record, whereas definitely heavier, definitely more metalcore. Thousand Below, kind of fitting into their second record a little bit and Dayseeker really being kind of similar to their most recent record. So I think it's a really solid mix for if you just like Bad Omens and you don't know who any of these other bands are, you'll be able to go out and have a good time with all of them, I think. Oh, 100%. 100%. 
no, it's, it's a great tour and, uh, and great to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, there's so many bands on tour right now. So yeah, go buy tickets uh, for bands, including my own. For sure. Ready to talk All about right. that music from last week? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. And I think we should jump right in to that number one album from Spite. What did you think of it? It's tremendous. It is. It's it's a tremendous, it's a great album. I didn't know it was on Rise Records. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, really weird signing, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you know, Rise, you don't think of them as like really putting out a lot of extreme metal records anymore. Yeah. Um, but I love this album. I just love the musicality of it. You know, I love like, there's just always something kind of cool and catchy going on mm-hmm. and something interesting, but it never relents. Like it still is a, a, a like you like to say, an absolute ass burner. Um, yep. And yeah, I mean, this this record was just, it gave me everything I wanted and more. And I think we got to talk about this as one of the heavy, best heavy releases of the year. Yeah, I agree. I think it's right up there with that Angel Maker record. Uh, that fit for an autopsy record. There, there's been a lot of just awesome heavy records this year, but yeah, I don't know. I put the, I, I was gonna go put this thing on right away at 8 a.m. and then I realized what I had said last week, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remind myself this is too heavy for 8 a.m. Mike. Uh, <laughs> so I listened to that new Silverstone pickup record. That record's great too, by the way. Not much to talk about there, honestly. But then no, I, I listened to that. I listened, that was one of the records I spent a little time with too. Mm-hmm. Um, actually a lot of times pretty long record, Yeah, but that was great. That's a, that's a great record. If you're looking for something that's like got that dream pop, dream pop vibe, mm-hmm. still great songs. Um, and some of the lyrics are really cool. I really that's like awesome that. Too. This new silver sun pickups album as well. For sure, man. Uh, but to get back to the spite record, I put this on second and yeah, dude, I couldn't even focus at work. Like this record just makes you want to beat some ass and it's so damn good. I love it. It's heavy. It's vibrant. It's everything you want. It is. It's got the right amount of peaks and valleys in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take too much time, you know, too, too much, too many timeouts, yep. but, um, but enough that it kept me engaged and focused. And I was, I, I actually kind of did know, like sometimes with these kind of records, you're like, Oh, is this on the next song? Is this the same song. Like if you, mm-hmm. this never did that. I was no. like really like with, with the flow, like, okay cool. That was a great track, you know, five. Okay. What's track six. Okay, cool. You know, it was, it was a, it's a very memorable record yeah, in a genre that, that tends to get some stuff just kind of gets all convoluted Yep. and you're like, okay, what just happened in the last like 45 minutes or whatever, however long the record is, Mm -hmm. this didn't happen with this record. And, uh, I think that that means something. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next record I want to talk about, let's talk about this soil work album. Yeah. Because this is one of the most phenomenal metal records I've heard in a long time. I think it is damn near perfect. The band can do everything. They really can. It's absolutely incredible how well written this thing is. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's it's got this weird like cinematic quality at times. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like I I mean, I just the soil work I remember like when I was a kid was like, okay, like pretty cool, you know, like European Swedish metal band. Mm -hmm. The soil work of today is so much more than that. Oh, it's an entirely different band almost. It's just so, there's so much going on and and they can do literally anything at any time, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't, 
t- again, it doesn't take away from it. It just, everything they do is like making the song better. Yep. And, uh, and I love that about this record. Yeah, I agree. I think the band's just leveled up so much mm-hmm. in this last like what 20, 25 years now. And it's just absolutely incredible what they've been able to do, not only with their sound, but the mass amount of influence they've been able to have over the genre too. And like, I kind of have to remind myself that as I'm like listening to this and I'm like, oh, that's kind of like Rivers of Nile-y. And then I like think about it. And I'm like, oh, Rivers of Nile is probably taken after soil work a bit. Oh, a lot of these bands have, right? I think it's just incredible that they've been around so long and are so influential, but still are able to grow within their own sound and make just such a cool, amazing album. Yeah, man, 100%. No, this is, uh, this is not to be missed if you're, if you're into that genre at all. Mm-hmm. This is one. That I think even if like you're not into that you. genre at all, like sometimes there are just metal records that are like generic metal, but they are just so good that I think even people who are like, Oh, I only listen to deathcore. Oh, I only listen to metalcore. Like, just need to check this out because I think it's just yeah. so well done. Absolutely, man. Um, what else we want to talk about? Um, what else do I want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about the new I Prevail record. Okay. Um, 15 tracks, long record, only yep. two singles. Jumping into this thing, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, um, they kind of had the one song that was like a really good, like for the scene, you know, um, banger, a great tune. I really liked it. And then another one that was more like the kind of the song that might get played on the radio. And then I didn't know what to expect from 13 other tracks. And man, this record is really takes some turns. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of hip hop influence on this thing in a great way. There's a lot of screaming. Um, there's a lot of aggression and I'm pretty proud of them for making such a complete record and also a record that, that really is just seems to be whatever they want to want to be. Cause they don't really sound like anyone else now. Mm, I disagree there, but I don't know. I listen to this record. I think I like it more than I like any other. I prevail record. Um, I think overall, I still don't really like the lyricism that much. It just doesn't catch me instrumentally. I think it was fine. I think as far as the hip hop influence, there's a lot of bands that do kind of sound similar and do it a little bit better. I mean, you've got like Dropout Kings doing a very similar thing. You've got uh, Backwards doing a very similar thing as well right now. Uh, but I don't think anybody is doing it on this level where it's as no. kind of marketable, right? Um, yeah, that's the thing that always gets me about this band though. And like, and like they are a big band, Yeah, they are, and they are exploding and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just, I always, I think it's cool because they don't sound like they're trying to do that. Like, I don't hear like, oh, this is an obvious radio song, like something like Machine Gun Kelly with like the emo girl. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, this is like terrible and this is going to get in your head and whatever and it's going to be on the radio they don't do that they don't dumb themselves down yeah they definitely and I have a lot not of res- do that on this record which i a lot of appreciate. i have a lot of respect a lot of respect for this record and what they did and i can't believe they only released two singles that to me was a really strange move but again you know during the pandemic they didn't do any live streams either mm-hmm. so you know they can be a little unconventional um and they don't they kind of follow the beat of their own drummer and i i, I respect them a lot mike so yeah. there you go. I'm glad you enjoyed the record. Yeah, I did. You want to talk about this Orthodox record? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I figured you would like this one a lot. Um, I overall think it's great. I think it's heavy in all the right ways you want it to be. Um, I think the production was a little unclean, but I think that also kind mm. of worked for the style of hardcore and the kind of chaoticness that they were trying to bring into the record. Um, overall, I really like this though. I think this is one of those bands that I don't listen to very often on the album, but we'll go see any chance I get to live. Right. I think, oh, there's so many bands like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think this album's great though. Um, and if you're into hardcore, definitely check it out. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Um, and then the only other things I really wanted to talk about were some stuff that I missed. Okay. I found some new bands last week. First one I want to talk about is this really cool band called Revira. It's R-E-V-A-I-R-A. They're this cool little like kind of progressive metalcore band from Germany. They put out an EP. Okay. That's called Journey, and it's just an absolute banger all the way through. Nice. It's a quick little thing. I think it's maybe like, yeah, 23 minutes, so maybe a little bit more than EP right in that middle ground, but definitely worth the time. I think it's a phenomenal little record. Ruvira. Okay, everybody, check that out. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is this cool band called Tropic Gold. I'd never heard of this band. I kind of picked out the CP uh, and put it on the list because I thought the album artwork looked cool. And I ended up checking it out. And I'll be damned if this isn't my EP of the year. Wow. Because this is the coolest set of five songs I have heard in a long time. They're post-hardcore with some synthwave influence and I don't really know how to describe their sound. They're very them. They're kind of like a less balls-to-the-wall Bill Murray almost. It is just super, super fun and I cannot recommend this EP enough if you like kind of post-hardcore with weird influences, but not like Swancore post-hardcore. Tropic Gold, everyone. There's another, there's two... Definitely uh, bands. No other, no other new music blog is talking about these bands. So uh, this is why we're the best, Mike. Yeah, we try. Or you're the best, or you're the best at least. You ready to get into that stuff this week, though? I don't think we have anything else from last <laughs> week. Yeah, man. I can't take a compliment. No, I, I'm 100% ready to get into it. I know we got a lot of big releases this week. Uh, what, what, what number are we at? How many we got? We have. Eight. Eight. Okay. A top eight. Very MySpace. I dig it. Uh, Let's get into it, Mike. Let's jump right in uh, and we'll start with number eight. So number eight, um, I normally would have put this artist higher, but I think this record's a little bit of a downgrade from his normal sound. We've got the new record, In Loving Memory by Black Bear. Yeah. Uh, I think he's kind of following a lot of the trends in the pop scene at the moment, adding guitars. Uh, doing the Machine Gun Kelly pop punk thing. He's got MGK on the song. Yeah, I think the writing on these singles is absolutely great. I think they would have worked better with Black Bear's like kind of more pop style, personally. So, yep. I don't know. Kudos yeah, to him I, for doing it. But yeah, yeah. you know, I I I, uh, I would I'll be honest. I'm I I know Black Bear. I know some of his you know bigger tunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And hearing some of this new stuff, I didn't it didn't sound like the same as all at all as what I remember. Mm-hmm. And it does seem a little bit like, yeah, he's kind of jumping on this, this bandwagon. Um, is it going to last, you know, like, is it, is, is like in an know. album or two from now, is he still going to sound like this? Is this kind of a one-off thing he's trying? 
Um, I don't know. And that's, that's really the problem with all this. And I think there was another record and now this stuff all blends together. The problem mm-hmm. is so many of these, these artists doing this now, they just all sound like each other. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's all like the same. Yeah. It's like the, it just sounds like Travis Barker's playing drums, whether he is or not. It sounds like he's playing drums. Mm-hmm. It's very similar kind of like little catchy melodies and look, not, I'm not saying any of it's bad. I'm just saying, it's getting tired. It's just, it's not bad. It's not good. It's just fine. Right. Like if I heard it on the radio, I'm not going to be upset about it and turn it off. But I also am like not going to be stoked that it's coming on. Right. Like I think there's two emo rappers gone pop punk that are doing it great right now with Jutes and Lil Aaron. And aside from that, I think everybody else is kind of following the formula and really, really just blending together into an amalgamation, a homunculus of guys turned pop punk. Yeah. No, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. And um, yeah, I think a lot of people agree with you um, on that, but regardless, um, you know, who knows? These are singles too. There could be a lot more on the album. That's, that's more kind of down the traditional black bear uh, route. I hope so. Um, Obviously the guy's super talented. So, you know, We'll see what we'll see what the rest of the record holds, and we'll talk about it next week. I'm sure for sure. Um, number seven, we've got yeah. the new record coming home from the dangerous summer. Oh yes, did you check out these singles? Uh, of course. I mean, th- this band, uh, what a, they're just such a good band. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know they they went away for a long time. Yep, and came back, and they sounded a little different, but in my opinion, still writing some of the best songs of their career. Mm -hmm. I think I agree with you. They've definitely found uh, some more of their magic that they've lost. I think this band's kind of in a weird spot, right? Because they've got the record that everybody absolutely loves. And I think that they've grown past that record, which the record I'm talking about is Reach for the Sun, right? Uh, And everybody wants that sound more, but they have kind of moved past that. And I think it kind of took them a while to come to terms with that and that they don't have to write specifically for them, their fans. They have to write for who they are. I think they've really refound the magic. They've kept kind of the vulnerable lyricism, but really moved towards a sound that I think that they feel more comfortable in. Yeah, man, I have to agree with all of that. I mean, just AJ's voice has changed too, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And to me, it's okay. I think he sounds great. And I think this, these songs are amazing. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I really feel like you're right. Like they get so much attention from their first album mm-hmm. that they've sort of had to maybe fight against that a little bit over their career. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't even know if that's my favorite album of theirs. So I mean, it's got the yeah, best song I, by I, far, but uh, I would I, agree with that too. I, I think Mother Nature yeah. is probably their best. Yeah, I think they're a great band and it's just great to see them, you know, after such a long hiatus coming back. And now this is what their second, third album they've put second out since album. they've been back. Um, it's, it's really great to see. Oh wait, no third album. They put out a self-titled too. That's right. Yeah. They always kill it with the album art game too. Like this one with the guy floating with the balloons. So cool. Oh, I've always loved the aesthetics that the band has, has had. Um, they've always done a great job with all that too. For sure. Ready for the number six? Let's go. Uh, This is a record that I think is the epitome of consistency. We've got the new record of Kingdom and Crown by Machine Head. I think 
This is a band that doesn't veer from their lane often. And when they hit, it hits really, really hard. But when they don't, it's still kind of consistently good, right? Um, dude. Just kind of essential metal band. Dude, yeah. Don't get enough credit. They mm-hmm. do not get enough credit for what they've done uh, since their first album came out in 1994. Yeah. Since 1994, Burn My Eyes, this record is still a classic metal album. Davidian is like one of the greatest metal songs ever written as far as I'm concerned. And we're talking about almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I put on this uh, single choke on the ashes of your hate. And I was just like, dude, Machine Head is still sick. Yeah. Like everything about this is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, Rob Flynn, he's a big, you know, big personality. Um, but I, res- I respect the hell out of the guy. Oh, you for know? sure. And, uh, and what he's done with, with Machine Head, keeping this consistency and, and such a great core fan base. Um, all over the world, mm-hmm. 30 years. It's amazing. So I'm I'm definitely going to be listening to this Machine Head record. It's, this might be one of their best records in years too, from what I've heard. Yeah, from what I've heard, uh, everybody's really enjoying this record. I think their last good record in recent times that I would actually say is good is probably Locust. And that's just because of the title track. I think the rest of that album is kind of okay. But like The Blackening is just an iconic album and people are comparing this record to that. So I'm really excited to see uh, how this feels out in its entirety. I think this is one of the coolest live bands to ever go see because they're just awesome. And yeah, pretty stoked for this record. I'm cool with the fact that we only got two singles off it too. Yeah, we got lots to explore. It's uh, it's really exciting. I mean, this is just, yeah, this is one of the greatest bands of, of metal bands of all time that they don't do not get enough credit. They really don't. Mm-hmm. Into the top five, our normal format, which is rarer than when we have more than five. It's true. Um, What do you know about a band called Thought Crimes? So I don't know anything about this band. Um, This playlist that you you, you put on there, what, five singles that they have from from this uh, new single, uh, this new record? Dude, this band is is buck wild, dude. I, I was, some of these songs, I was trying to just understand what the hell was going on. This so, is technical, like like capital technical uh, metal. There's this is like this is crazy. So let me explain it for you. Do you know who the drummer is? No, Billy Reimer. Oh, okay. Well, that ex- that, ex- <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> that explains everything about this band. Uh, it is Billy Reimer. If you're not familiar, this is the ex drummer of the Dillinger Escape Plan. This band is. Absolutely chaotic math core at its best. I think this is really cool that pretty much everybody from Dillinger, even though they have broken up, has stayed in the music scene and started new projects because we've really gotten to see so many interesting new bands. Greg Pusciato's solo stuff, Thought Crimes. Yeah. I think this really goes to show how talented of a band Dillinger really was in their time. Of course. And I think each individual, like the sum that band was greater than all of its parts for sure. But that's just because all of the parts were amazing and worked so well together too. Like these guys are still yeah. incredibly talented on their own. And I think that really shows. Well, this, this record, like I don't want to just say, Oh, this is technical and like technical crazy. And like, like, but I, I will recognize though that, you know, the first time I heard uh, under the running board, 
the the EP that that preceded Calculating Infinity from Dillinger Escape Plan. Yep. I'd never heard music like that before. I never heard a, a hardcore band, metal band, metalcore band, whatever, be that technical. Yep. I've never heard ever heard that before. And honestly, this evoked that. Like I remembered, you know, 1998 or whatever it was when that EP came out from Dillinger. It made me feel that again. But that mm-hmm. being said, I was also getting kind of like almost old under oath vibes. Like yeah, with some of the, the synths and just some of the like, some of the clean vocals. Like I was almost getting, you know, like the really early, more technical under oath stuff too. So this isn't just some kind of dumb metal record that's like all technical for the sake of being technical. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one track, um, I, let's see if I can pull up, which uh, was called, I think it was called, Keyhole Romance. Yeah, I think my that's the track. Single. Yeah, it's like it's a little more straight ahead, and this is just shows what the band can do, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of songwriting. So, yeah, man, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about this record this much, but this is a really intriguing one. I think so, um, and not something that comes across our desk, you know, every day. And I just kind of had a thought: like, can you imagine if after these guys go and they have a little fun with their side project or side project main projects now? Uh, for a little while and then get back together and actually make a Dillinger record and kind of combine all these influences from their solo work. I think it would be the most insane but refined craziness ever. Like, Well, yeah. And the thing about Dillinger, and as we've seen over their, over their career, quite, you know, quite prolific, lengthy career that they had, they did do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, they did venture out with, with a lot of it, but you know, I think it's going to be up to Ben Wyman, what he wants to do. Yep. Um, him always being kind of the, the cornerstone of the band. Um, but I mean, I would love to see another Dillinger record. I, think I mean, so I would too. love I, to see it. I, think I, it I mean, I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know what they've I said. I, I happen, can't speculate. But- but hey, I mean, they said Refuse wasn't going to come back and At The Gates wasn't going to come back. And yep. they all did. They're still ba- they're bands again. So we, we you have another know. band you coming know. later that people said was never going to come back. <laughs> so we got two actually this week. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get let's get to uh, number four. Uh, so number four, I know you absolutely love this band. Uh, with, coming out of Tokyo, Japan with their new record, Shiki, it's Sai. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, uh, this, this is great. I mean, these singles are great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously this is a band that's been doing it what since like the eighties, um, yeah. you know, in different forms and yes, it's just terrific. You know, you don't know what they're saying. It doesn't matter. does not. <laughs> Everything is just so interesting and catchy and fun. And you know, it's just, it just makes you smile. Like mm-hmm. when, when you listen to this band, I don't know what it is about it. I was trying to come up with a way because I read my show notes, right? Just so I have all the information, like where the bands are from, some for fans of to like kind of help people out if we need to talk about them. Uh, But I was trying to come up with a way to describe this band. And I think I landed on, it's like if you took, I wrestled a bear once and combined it with a rush. (laughs) And I think that's a pretty good way to describe it. It's just pure chaos, but there's these really, really classic kind of rock and metal influences into it as well. There's also some like traditional <laughs> Japanese like musicianship, but like this record's it's polished in weird ways. Like I don't think the record, like the, the guitar tone's not polished, but like everything about the writing and the layering and the nuance, like I think this, this record's just 
it is not going to go down easily on anybody's first listen. But like, if you no. come back a few times, this record's going to be an absolute gem. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like some people call this black metal. I don't know if I would call it that. It just has a different shine to it mm-hmm. than than traditional black metal. Uh, the drums are so well performed on these yep. singles. I don't know, not sure who played drums on this, but you know, if this is just the guy from this band or if they've, you know, who, who's in the band anymore, but it's, it's crazy, man. But yeah, the, the, the idea of like what a band sounds like mixing two completely different genres. Um, somebody told me that Silverstein sounded like a cross between if you took, like if you took a blender and you put behemoth and one direction <laughs> <laughs> in a blender and i, I mean, was like that's, that's some extremes uh i mean works. you know maybe maybe though maybe it averages out <laughs> i mean true. but um but with sai i mean this yeah this is um classic lots of lots to go back and explore too exactly if you're looking for a little uh master class in uh japanese uh we'll call it black metal um go ahead and go back and all this stuff's on Spotify. They have, I just checked, they have a, even a record, you know, all the way back from 1993 on there. Yep. So um, check out these singles first and then see what you can explore and learn about, uh, about a band you maybe never heard of. I think this record is really going to be kind of like that Blue Toss Nord record earlier this year, where it's one mm-hmm. that I've got some people over and everybody's just talking, hanging out, playing cards or something like that. And I just toss it on the record player and wait until somebody asks what the hell is going on. Right? Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I love this stuff. Ready for the number three? Let's go. This record is a new record from Pianos Become the Teeth called Drift. And if you're going to name your record the same as my favorite era record, it better be damn good. That's all (laughs) I'm going to say. I think it's going to be pretty good though. Uh, These guys are doing their classic Midwestern emo sound, right? Uh, everything's super entrancing and kind of melodic on these singles. And I think they're absolutely incredibly well-written from a lyrical and music perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's been a weird career for those, for these guys, you know, starting with basically being, you know, like a melodic hardcore band, um, you know, they were compared a lot to, um, you know, like, like bands like La Dispute, um, maybe Touche Moray, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. some of those kind of Cena bands. And I don't know how many records ago it was now that they just made this kind of radical departure where the singer's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to scream anymore. And um, similar to like what 100th did, mm-hmm. um, you know, and a few other kind of hardcore bands that have turned into really just not hardcore bands, they've done it. But what I like about the way they've done it is they've kind of done it on their own terms and they've really made, they've really found some new soundscapes that I don't think are the cliche, okay, hardcore turned not hardcore band anymore. Mm -hmm. And I I got to say these singles, the band is kind of unrecognizable from their early work. Whereas some of the records in the middle and the more in when they were kind of shifting gears, Mm -hmm. um, that you could kind of tell it was still the same band. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It, it might not be a great thing for me as a guy that like, I celebrate their first two records a lot. I really mm-hmm. like them. Um, but I still 
appreciate what they're doing. Um, but it's just such a different, it's from such a different place than, yeah. than it, their early work, which, you know, is what, 10 years old now, maybe 12 years old since their first uh, album. So, um, you know, it's been a while, but I still, you know, yeah, first it hasn't been that long. 2010. Right. So, yep. yeah, it's, yep. it's been kind of a long transition, which I think there's something to be said about a national or natural progression. Whereas like, although we do love the band hundredth, they came out of absolutely nowhere and started being a synthwave project. Right. Um, it's very, very different vibes. Um, but I think it's cool. Like, I really like this band. I think they're doing something unique in the soundscapes that they create. It's just a fun time. They remind me of um, nothing a lot. Okay. In that way, too, where it's kind of got like that hypnotic element going on. Totally. And I mean, from a production standpoint, uh, judging from these singles, like there's some just phenomenal tones and sounds, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's guitars or synths or, or vocals, it's just, there's some really, really cool things that they've explored on here, yep. which is worth the, which is worth the listen alone. But, you know, I think you're going to get, it's going to kind of take you on a journey. It's going to kind of be an emotional kind of ride. Um, you know, it's going to feel more like a dream. Um, then, then just like you're putting on the radio and listening to great music, it's going to be more of a, a journey like that. So get ready for that from, uh, from pianos become the teeth. It's, um, it's going to be my Friday bath band. time album. Yeah, it, exactly. Right. And that's, that's the thing about the band. It's like, if you told me they were going to make a Friday bath time album in, if you told me that in 20, you know, 12, mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't have believed you. So it's, it's sometimes that can be a hard pill for fans to swallow, but um, I, I respect that they're that they're doing what they want to do. Yeah, music's still great. Writing's still great. All that matters to me. I don't care what it sounds like. Well, I do, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I <laughs> absolutely. What number are we at now? Uh, that was number three. So we got two left. Okay. All right. Well, number two. Let's go. So number two, coming back from the dead. We've got the new record, Children of the Great Extinction, by becoming the archetype. We got three singles off this. Uh, their first new record in 10 years. And I think the band is still knocking it out of the park with some just heavy as hell classic metalcore. Yeah, they've been out at a long time. Um, and, you know, I, I was, yeah, like the singles really did sound like they could have come out 10 years ago. Oh yeah. Which, um, you know, if you, if you like metalcore from 10 years ago, you're going to love this. I do. Um, what, what really blew me away about these singles uh, I thought the guitar playing was really phenomenal mm -hmm. for this genre. I was yeah. like, Oh my God, these guys rip. Um, I really like that about it. Um, I'm surprised this is so high on your list. I guess part of it is just the back from the dead, um, you know, thing, which we talked about mm -hmm. is can be it's rare, but not that rare, but regardless. Um, yeah. I mean, I know, if, I know this is like in your wheelhouse, Mike. So, Oh yeah. Um, I think it's mainly because that last single to calling is just such an absolute banger when those cleans come in. And I don't know, I really think this record's cool. I think they've got a cool concept behind it. I think it's definitely one of those where I really like these singles, but I have a good feeling that they're going to be greater in the album and together, if that makes... You, you know what I mean? It's going to be a phenomenal totally. record. And I maybe totally I'm wrong too. Who knows? It's just a list. We're guessing over here. Well, there's only one way to find out, um, and that's by listening to it. 
and uh, we will. Oh yeah, and I'm we stoked. will see next week how this all came together. But this leads us to our number one album of the week. I think I know what it is, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to get to it. But we got to take a quick little break. But we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Mike, hey. Hey. Hey, how are you enjoying this episode so far? I'm enjoying it quite thoroughly. I think we're doing a great job here. I think we are. We're like just, just telling people about all these new bands, um, old and new, mostly old bands actually this week. Yeah, kind of old. Um, yeah, kind of everything. Yeah, really. I mean, Thought Crimes, I guess, is kind of the newest thing, um, yeah. you know, but regardless, we're going to get into this number one album. Um, give it to me. All right. You know it. Everybody knows it. None of the music we've talked about earlier this episode matters because the new record, Will of the People by Muse, is coming out this week. I love Muse. I think they're an incredible band. And I think these records they are be incredible. Um, I mean, they're an incredible band. They're also one of the biggest bands in the world. Oh, so yeah. when that happens... It's really nice, you know. It's it's, it's nice to have a, a band representing rock music uh, all across the world because they're huge everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's actually fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Muse, for that. Um, I think this is great, though. A lot of people, um, I feel like, kind of jumped off the boat with Drones and like the Second Law and the Resistance and those albums, and like I kind of get it. Um, but a lot of people kind of missed Simulation Theory, their last record, because of that which they really got into this kind of cyberpunk synth wave, but still rock area. Uh, and I think it's probably my favorite Muse record, which is kind of blasphemous, but uh, I think it to be true. Um, but yeah, this, this is a band that just doesn't miss in my opinion. I think a lot of their stuff did sound kind of same, same for a little while. And that's why people kind of fell off. Um, and they weren't putting or getting songs on guitar hero anymore as well. Uh, but I think this band right. is absolutely incredible. I think this is, if you are a fan of the like Absolution Black Holes era, this is the closest you're going to get to that. Where yeah, probably. I think this record's actually kind of heavy. Like Killer Be Killed is a heavy song for Muse. Like, I don't know. I'm stoked. I love the concept of this Muse always is just concept records, so I'm really interested yeah. to see how the lyricism interplays throughout the entire thing. Uh, we were worried on that first single because there was some big sleep token energy in the imagery, <laughs> but I think they kind of stepped away and fixed that. Um, but overall, I'm I'm super, super stoked for that. This band's just absolutely incredible. This is going to be the first thing and probably only thing I listen to on Friday, aside from maybe Pianos Begin the Teeth in the Bath. Everything else is going to be like Saturday, Sunday lessons. Well, I mean, Muse really, like I'm looking back at the discography and they don't put out records that much. No. You know, we're talking about a record, a record every three years. And they, the last album right now, Simulation Theory was, was four years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are really heavily crafted 
records. They spend a lot of time, you know, they do a lot of exploration with different um, uh, tones and sounds. And they have, they've always been way ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people weren't, aren't ready for what they're doing. And then they kind of like look back a few years later and they go, Oh, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I love it. Almost everything they've done. Of course, there's been a few things that aren't my favorite, but I've always respected that they've tried. Yeah. You know, that they've tried and they've pushed forward. Um, obviously the, the singer's voice is phenomenal too. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, Black Holes and Revolution is still one of my favorite records really ever. Uh, Absolution's absolute banger. Yep. I'll tell you a quick little, little story. So I was driving my car. This would have been around 2004. Mm -hmm. And I heard time is running out on the radio. Banger song. Never heard the song. Never heard the song before. I was, I freaked out. I had to pull the car over because I was just so excited that Radiohead was playing rock again. <laughs> <laughs> and I, sw I was like, oh, it's like, it's definitely Radiohead. And oh my God, this song is so good. And Radiohead is back, baby. Let's go. You know, cause this mm -hmm. was like after, you know, we'd had kid a and, and I don't even know, I'll, I pr probably the record after that from Radiohead when I was getting a little turned off from artsy ass Radiohead. Yeah. Um, and that's what Muse gave me. They were like, Oh cool. This is like Radiohead, but rock. And obviously they don't get very many Radiohead comparisons anymore. Um, Definitely but not. regardless, uh, I've loved this band for, for a long time and I'm excited to, uh, to dive into this thing. Me too. I love this band. I think they're incredible. Uh, one of the few bands that um, you don't compare any bands to Muse anymore. Uh, you compare, or you know what I mean? You're like, oh, this band, or Muse sounds a lot like this band. You don't say that. You say this band sounds no. like Muse, right? But no, and, and I mean, yeah, really it was just those early days, I guess it was just kind of the vocals sounded a little bit like mm -hmm. that and and and... And the fact it was rock but too, right? They found their own. They found their own sound, you know. Yeah. And like every band does that, you know. Over over time, it it doesn't. It's not something that just happens overnight. For sure. Overall, I'm stoked though. I think this record's gonna be great. Love it. Absolutely. I haven't even listened to it, and I love it. All right. Well, that's our list. Uh, let's do a quick recap, and then we can do some honorable mentions. Hell yeah! Number eight. We've got the new record In Loving Memory by Black Bear. Number seven. We've got the new record Coming Home by The Dangerous Summer. Number six. We've got the new record of Kingdom and Crown by Machine Head. Number five. That's the new record Shiki by Psy. And at four. We've got the new record. Wait, what? Sorry, I missed five. Five is altered past by Thought Crimes. Four is Shiki by Psy. I'm sorry. Wow. I think this, this that's the first time I've messed this up the entire time we've been doing this though. <laughs> it really is. It really is the first time. It's okay. It's all right. There's a, it's a lot of records. Uh, okay, number three. Number three, we've got the new record Drift by Pianos Become the Teeth. Number two. Number two, we've got the new record of Children of the Great Extinction by Becoming the Archetype. And the number one record, of course, is... New record, Will of the People by Muse. Check it out. There it is. There it is. Lots of stuff there. Right. Lots of stuff. Lots of variety as always. Very exciting. 
uh, yeah, I don't think you'll have much time to go back and listen to the stuff from last week because there's just so much this week. And we haven't even gotten to the honorable mentions yet. So, uh, Mike, give them to me. We got 19 honorable mentions. We got three of those being albums. Uh, just okay. some cool little things that I want to share, some newer up-and-coming bands. Uh, there's a new album from a band called West Hand. They are a metalcore band out of Detroit. Make sure you go check that out. They're pretty solid. Um, cool. The, on their singles, they had one that featured uh, JT from Era and one that featured uh, whatever his name is from Hollowfront. Uh, so pretty nice. solid. Uh, there's a new Dirty Heads record. Oh, okay. Yeah, check that out. Um, yeah. There's a new record from My First Story that's actually out right now. Um, it is a cool kind of like post-hardcore band from Japan uh, that I really like. So make sure you check that out. All right. And then as far as singles go, I said it last week and the prophecy comes true once again. It's a week that exists before a Buried Alive record that has been announced is coming out. So there's a new Buried there we Alive go. song. Let's go. Um, another awesome Japanese band, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Not the movie, even though I love the movie. Uh, they're <laughs> kind of like electronic, chaotic metalcore. It's just an absolute blast. They've got a new song coming out. Make sure you check that out. Um, two new signings for Sharp Tone Records. We've got a new song from Foreign Hands, and they've been announced to the label, as well as Story of the Year. Uh, yeah. Super cool band. Stoked for those guys. Sharp Tone becomes even more stacked. Yeah, a great, great label, of course. And it's cool that they're they're picking up someone like my good friends in Story of the Year who mm-hmm. continue to make great music. Um, even, you know, even being like a part-time band for a little while. Yep. Still, you know, still still killing it. So very excited, excited to see what uh, what they do next. For sure. I told you there were two bands that we said would never come back. One of those was Becoming the Archetype. This next <laughs> yep. one... I think nobody had this on their bingo card for any year, uh, but we have gotten a new song. It has been confirmed by the vocalist and other band members that it's just a one-off between old friends and it's going on a deluxe edition of one of their iconic albums. We got a new song from Botch. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Blessed are we to be living in the year of 2022. It's gotta be a COVID thing. I just don't know how, like, I mean, like minus the bear, you know, was formed from the ashes of botch Mm -hmm. and what a career that's had. It's almost like just, you know, it seems like the more you have that happens, the less chances of another band kind of coming back. Yeah. Is so to be able to get a botch song is amazing. Yep. I mean, uh, we are the Romans. I think that's what the record's called. Yeah, that's the record uh, that uh, the this classic is getting added to for the repress. So yeah, it's the classic classic metalcore record. I mean, without without that record, a lot of a lot of metalcore just does not exist. So for sure, insane. That's definitely one I never thought would happen. Same here. Um, two new synthwave songs. We've got one from the Midnight, absolutely classic, and one from Essinger, mm-hmm. who's probably one of my favorite electronic artists right now. Make sure you check those out. Should be good. Um, we've got a new song from Letter Sent Home. Uh, people might remember them from my EP of the year list last year. They got number four, I believe. So I'm really excited to hear a new single from them. Um, yeah. New song from the Dropkick Murphys. Classic. Interesting. Like, 
Dropkick Murphys don't leave their lane very often, but I don't know. They're always just a fun time for me. Yeah, I, honestly, I just I haven't listened to that band in a very long time. I just maybe you, know, you should. I'm like looking at the calendar. It's like, it's not St. Patrick's day. I just, okay. I don't know if there's, do they do anything like the rest of the year? I don't know. They've got okay. an album coming Whatever. out here pretty soon. Okay. I'm pretty well, sure they go. signed to rise records too, or something like that. It was really surprising to me. Who they signed yeah, rise, to. rise records always had kind of one foot in the punk scene, you know, kind of sneaky, um, you know, with some of no, like, they put out a bunch of hot music. water music records and, you know, so. Huh. I don't know. Maybe this is an acoustic album. I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Or Floggy Molly was the one that signed to Rise, wasn't it? Yeah, that's... <laughs> those are, I hate to say this is like the same same band, but to me, kind of the same band. I know they're not. I know they're not. Quiet Man LLC under exclusive license to Rise Records on Floggy Molly. Nailed it. Um, new Orbit Culture song. Band Don't Miss. Check it out. Uh, new Parkway okay. Drive song as well. You had uh, Winston on recently, right? Did you? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Winston's coming. Winston's Winston, coming. I'm, uh, I'm going to have Winston on in the next, uh, yeah, two or three weeks. We did, a, we did an interview. It's, this is phenomenal, phenomenal uh, interview I did Hell with yeah. Winston about, about really the whole, the whole career that Parkway's had, mm-hmm. but just kind of the, the stylistic changes and really just how, you know, hard that's been for him, um, you know, to, to, to change vocal styles and everything. So it's, um, yeah, it's a phenomenal interview. So yeah, you'll hear it right here on the, on the podcast. Um, but I mean, Parkway Drive, just what, what a band. Mm -hmm. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we have a new single from above below. This is a super cool metalcore band. Um, make sure you check them out. I I love their sound. Um, New single from the Callous Dow Boys. I never know how to pronounce this because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like the Dallas Cowboys, but the Callous Dow Boys, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, ben, I don't know. Narls, Narls Barkley, like they've, this has been done before. This, this funny name thing. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Band's incredible though. Make sure you check them out. Okay. okay. Uh, we're getting a new song from Varials. If you're into that, I don't know. Band that's never really clicked with me. Um, new single from Dayseeker, album announcement coming oh real boy. soon. Coming real soon. Oh boy! Let's make sure you check that out. Yeah, real. Uh, we gonna get sad. Just, what a band! What a band! And then, Peace de Resistance with Destruction, mm-hmm. featuring Little Lotus. This is gonna be such a weird song. I love it. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting combination. I'm super stoked. I think uh, these guys are going to be just great. Um, I love it. Yeah. I'm excited for that new record comes out in a couple weeks here too. We're looking at an absolutely stacked September. If I do say so myself. Well, we haven't had, I feel like we don't get that many big Septembers. I feel like last year, September, like- last year, September was big too. Cause that's when sleep token came out. Was it? I yeah. thought August it, was like the crazy one last last year. No, last year it was like September. We had like sleep token. Oh, okay, and all maybe that I'm shit. mixing it up, but that's good. We're gonna have a big September. All right. Well, September's the month. I'm into it. Yep. Um. I yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's starting like I'm starting to kick the tires a little bit of, on my end of year lists. I know. And it's gonna be a 
fucking hard one. I think so too. I think a lot of people have been like, oh, there's so many good albums. And then like, you actually like look at your list. Cause like I keep a playlist going and like, if I listen to some, an album and I'm like, okay, this goes on the album that your playlist, like I checked it. It is so long. I am. I know. Not looking forward to it, but it's is what it it's is. It's going to be really hard to make cuts. I mean, hopefully, it's like it's it, by the time we're at the end of the year, it's like obvious which ones are head and shoulders above. But like, I don't know, man. At this point, it's not looking good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh like, man, I don't know. Like, I'm scrolling through it right now. Like, you remember Northlane put out a record this year? Like, right? Um, like Fit for Nods, of course. Like Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> There's just been a lot of stuff, man. There's so been a lot much. of stuff. Five Figure Death Punch put a record out last week. We didn't even talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to it? It's all right. Oh, you listened to it. You even no. listened to it. It's all it's right. It's not all right. Okay. It's, it's garbage, but. Oh, man. I'll, I'll try to. I'll put it on for some LOLs later. But anyway, that's our list. That's our list. Anything else, Mike? Nah, man. Just. Vibes and whimsy. I love it. All right, man. Well, I forgot there was a Venom uh, Prison record that earlier this year in February or January. No, February. God. So many good records. All right. I'm done. Mike's just going to be, we're going to get off the phone and Mike's going to just going to be shook thinking about like trying to do my do. album of the year this year. Yeah. Like just going to be like in so much trouble because, you know, we still have a third of the year left. Yeah. You know? So it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Under Oath, Lee McKinney, Worm Shepherd, Shadow of Intent, and Enterprise Earth. God. <laughs> we kicked that, we kicked this year off hard, honestly. Oh, all right. We I'll did, see you later, Shane. We did. All right, Mike. Well, I'll see you next week. Peace and love. Yep. Full list at Slappy Slam on Instagram. Slappy Slam on Instagram. See you there. Toodles. Bye.